Well, it's that time of year again where business owners try to keep going strong with their business, capture their holiday market share, and add 42 million holiday events and to-dos to the same 24 hours they had yesterday, only to spend the holiday season busy, exhausted, and distracted. Respecting your family and personal life while still trying to grow your business is tricky any time of the year for female business owners. Enter in the holiday season, and we just don't have enough hours in the day to do everything we want or need to do. Today, I am bringing Jenny Schubring, life coach and friend to the podcast, to talk about the unique challenges of boundaries and balance during the holidays, and how we as business owners can get a better handle on honoring and prioritizing what matters most while still growing our businesses. Jenny will be hosting a private workshop for the members of the Impact Business Circle in November, where you can take a deeper dive in your personal business and priorities to have a plan to make the most of this holiday season. All members have access to the replay for the remainder of Q4, along with the course, Creating Your Holiday Posts and Promos. Thanks for joining us today on the Women's Business Workshop podcast. This is your host and business coach, Robin Walker, helping female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself to find more strategy and focus in your business so that you can reach your goals with less distraction and overwhelm. Hello, Jenny. Welcome back to the podcast. It's good to be here, Robin. Do you want to share with the listeners what you do and who you do it for? I am a life coach and I really help people get unstuck and I'm like the outside eyes and ears to help people look at their life in a different way in a different perspective to reframe um, in order for them to move forward the way that they want to so that they can impact their world whether their work their family um, their surroundings their community so that they can be their best self and people get to be well impacted by them And you are a small business owner and have been for many years. So this is the perfect topic for you to blend your two parts of your life together. Yes. Many, many children in your home (laughs) and young adults. So balance and boundaries are something you're very familiar with. Yes. And actually, it's way less right now than typical. So it's a different feeling, but Balance for sure is still very much a priority nonetheless. How would you describe the difference between boundaries and balance? I think they coexist, actually. I think you find balance when you're able to put in good boundaries. How would you describe balance? I think this is where people have permission to define it the way that they want to define it. Your balance is going to look different than mine. And I think that becomes a problem when we start taking our idea of balance and putting it on others. And I think that happens so often in our relationships and things like that. So if there can be a common conversation about what balance means and what balance is for you, what it means for me, and how do we coexist within those definitions, I think that's where real progress can be made and so much conflict can be dissipated when that is an understanding. I think there's also the added challenge of balance for business owners because they are in charge of everything in their business. So it's not like a job you can show up 
and then leave and turn it off. So you're balancing the balance in your business and also the balance in your home. And this is challenging anytime. And then we all just plow into the holidays thinking everything's just going to go the way it's supposed to go. But obviously it doesn't. And I think it leaves a lot of people disappointed. Is there something you see business owners like a step they miss when they're headed into the holiday season that actually could be sabotaging their balance, you know, for November and December? Yes. And I think it's summed up in one word of expectations. We have expectations for ourselves. We have expectations for our business. We have expectations for our families. If you have coworkers or if you have um, employees, all of that, we have this idea that um, we all have the same expectations and so often we don't. And I think the key is actually recognizing what our own expectations are. How often do we go into something and then we come out of it disappointed, like you said, and we didn't even realize that we had an expectation because we didn't take time to sit and recognize what it is. So being able to be honest with yourself of what your expectations are of yourself, of your employees, of your family, that is a huge piece of it because you can't change anything that you don't know. So taking the time to recognize what that is, is really the first step. I can totally 100% relate with that. And I know there's been many times where I unknowingly already have a whole thing planned in my head. Planning comes naturally to me and thinking of the future. So I have this whole vision of how our holiday is going to be or how this vacation is going to be. And then other family members might be picturing something completely different. And when you said about um, coming out disappointed, I even think of events I go to and afterwards I think, oh, I thought there was going to be more of this or I, I pictured it more this way but I never think to do anything about it beforehand, just disappointed or happy afterwards. Right. And so much of that is your expectation. So being so real about what your expectations are. And I propose that you journal about it because you know how much I love to journal, but, and journaling can look all different ways, but even bullet points, like what are the things that I want this holiday season to look like and lay it all out because then you can go back and you can look at it and say, okay, is this reasonable? First of all, <laughs> like, is it, can I really expect to do all of this? Can I really expect this to be the outcome with everything else that's going on? Can I see this and go, in January or in February, be able to go back and say, yes, all of this happened. My guess is probably no. <laughs> and so to be able to go into that list and say, okay, what am I going to prioritize? What are the things that I want to make sure happen? And what can I let go? Those are, that's like the first big piece is being okay and being, doing the self work to know what you're getting yourself into by your own expectations. And I see that in business a lot with when people just throw a holiday offer out there and they haven't really thought it through. And then the next thing they know, they've added all of these things to their to-do list 
right at a time when they're actually trying to take things off of their to-do list or they haven't given these expectations to their team. So if you have a VA, that VA might be assuming that she has Christmas through New Year's off or that they're taking time off and you and you in your head have a whole project you want them to work on over the holidays or whatever it is. Um, so I think there's that added aspect as a business owner, if you do have team members to have those conversations now, not <laughs> mid-December or right before Thanksgiving. Right. And which is why it's so important to do that quarterly planning, right? Because that's part of the expectation. When you put out goals, when you have things that you want to accomplish, that becomes your expectation. And so in order to make sure all of it gets laid out the way you want to, there has to be planning. And that's coming from someone who does not love to plan. So <laughs> that being able to recognize, yes, this is a piece that is so necessary in the the next couple of months. It's necessary all the time, but it seems to be that we have more expectations for ourselves during the holiday season. And when we don't take the time to recognize what those expectations are, that's when the disappointment comes out on the other end. And so you bring up a good point too, because you have the, the expectation, but then to communicate it with others, with your team members, with your, with anybody in your workspace, that is going to be so much a part of what you're going to do in your business. And you can have all the expectations in the world, but if you don't put that out there and they are not familiar with it or don't know it's coming, you're going to be disappointed and they're going to be extremely frustrated. So that conversation of expectations, if you create a culture of being able to share those expectations, that makes such a difference because then you can also then have a space for them to say, hey, these are my expectations. I am expecting to take this time off. I'm expecting to be able to get ABC done. And then you can have kind of that conversation about, okay, so what are we going to get done and what are we gonna have to let go? So you, you start with yourself and then you bring it to your team. And then the next step is to bring it to your family. Because like you said, if your kids have a different expectation of what Christmas is gonna look like, um, and you don't know that, how are you going to be able to help make that happen? So giving that space in within your families to say, okay, these are the expectations I have. This is what I want things to look like. What are you thinking that you want it to look like? And again, having that space to grapple with it, to figure out, okay, maybe what my kid wants is a bigger priority than what I want, or maybe not, but you get to have that conversation and you can't do that unless you're making space for those kinds of conversations, which are so imperative. And I think a lot of good ideas come from, especially if, like we have older kids and there's a lot of times they have a great idea for a new family tradition or something we want to do that I would have never thought of because I'm just plowing through with what my vision of the holidays looks like. Another thing I thought of as you were, as you were talking about um, sharing that with your team and then your family, and I want to also include your clients. If you're a counselor or a therapist and you have plans 
to have less available sessions or you are doing client work that you are going to take time off. I think the earlier, the better to communicate that to your clients so that they are not expecting their weekly session with you, especially over the holidays. And you aren't going to be working on Tuesdays anymore. And they're going to have to come up with a new time where that project you're working on for a client is not going to be completed because you are taking time off. I think it is important to communicate that early and often so that they can have similar expectations. Agreed. And so going back even to what your your expectations are, if you're going, this seems like an obvious thing, but sometimes I think we don't make the connection for whatever reason. But if you are not going to be able to work during that time, especially if you're a service-based um, business where your time is what people pay for, the expectation to make the same amount of money if you're not going to be seeing as many clients that's an unreasonable expectation so being able to make that kind of adjustment in your thinking in your expectations is really imperative too otherwise you're going to get to january and again you're going to be disappointed because you may have done all of the things that you wanted to do but you weren't able to work as much. And so the income isn't there, what that you thought would be there and you're disappointed. So being realistic with what your time is, we all have the same 24 hours. We all have the same you know, amount of days in a week. And the idea is not to be busy. I think this is something I just read recently, this idea that I, I don't wanna be busy. My time is limited and having that kind of a mindset, I am limited. And not to have a limited mindset, but to be aware of how much time you have doing the things that you want to do. So what are the things you want to do? Excellent. That's a great point about the revenue as well. And another reason really to be proactive with planning, especially fourth quarter. Our last episode, episode 65, does talk about if you are going to be trying to either increase sales or keep sales consistent, you're competing with a lot of other companies for your audience's attention and visibility. So you have to plan differently unless you're okay with possibly less sales or revenue. And some people are happy with that. They're, they're happy to take less clients to spend more time with their family. And it's about what you value and what what you need. Maybe your family needs the revenue right now. And so that's going to have to be a priority. But if you don't stop and take the time to plan ahead, then like you said, come January and you say, well, yeah, I got to do, I got to go to every band concert and Christmas party and everything, but uh, we aren't going to be able to pay our bills. So what's your priority? And that's the beauty of you being able to define that, mm -hmm. right? You know, if you've worked with me at all, you know, I talk about strengths and I talk about values and your story. And so going back to what are you valuing? Can you go into the holidays with that alignment that empowers you, that drives you? And as soon as we start getting out of that alignment because different values are being honored or yours aren't being honored at all, that's when we start getting depleted. That's when we start getting frustrated and we start losing that drive. 
And so if you find yourself in that position where you're just being exhausted, you can go back to those basics and see where you can find where your values are being honored. Is it in your work? Is it in in your play? Is it in your family? And realign yourself so that you can continue into the holiday season with that kind of drive. Because I think sometimes that happens too, like we're mid-December, we've gone through Thanksgiving, we're trying to plan for Christmas and what New Year's looks like or whatever holidays that you're dealing with. And we don't take the time to step back for a moment and go, where am I at? Am I in an okay space? Is there something I can adjust so that the next day, the next week can go in a better direction? We don't have to have it all or nothing. We don't have to wait till next year to try again. Like we have the opportunity to reset every day. And often we don't take the time to do that. So an example of when your expectations have not been laid out, I remember as a kid, the night before Christmas, my mom is up super late wrapping gifts. And then the day of she's cooking, she's doing everything while kids are playing video games or someone sitting on the couch watching football and she's just exhausted and is mad and frustrated. And I know for me, then you go into that passive aggressive mode of <laughs> cooking really loud <laughs> or, or making little comments because why do they not know they need to help? Well, they needed to know ahead of time that you were expecting them to help. I think sometimes we just assume, well, of course they need to help, but maybe they just woke up and weren't even realizing what the agenda was for the day or what's on the to-do list. Absolutely. And again, it goes back to the communicating the expectations. And we so often do that. We so often assume that somebody else understands or, um, you know, whether you have employees that have worked with you for, you know, 15, 20 years, we still make assumptions where it would be so much clearer if you would lay it out and say, this is what I'm expecting. Yes, it's the same as last year. And this is what I am expecting. To assume that people know or understand is not fair. It is not fair to them. Um, and it's not fair to your expectations, right? So to be able to have that communication piece is so imperative, so imperative. And to remove that mindset of, well, they should know. Absolutely. Maybe they should, but how often do we even have our own expectations that we didn't realize that we had? So removing that expectation that people know is a wise decision. Yes. And it saves you a lot of frustration in the long run. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about boundaries and what about all the things that come up during the holiday season that maybe you don't want to do or you don't value? I know saying no is hard often, but how do you decide what, what are your boundaries or, or how can boundaries help you with that? Well, first I will say to go back to your values, know what your values are and what you want this to look like. Okay. And then the discerning part of what do you need to say no to? One of the things that I've learned is that it is okay and actually beneficial 
to say no to good things. I think so often we think we only say no to bad things, especially if you have created a life that you really love. There are so many good things. That doesn't mean that you have to do all the things. And so to be cognizant of that, it's okay to say no to good things. Saying no to good things opens up space. And you get to decide again what that space looks like. Of course, you want to include, if you have family, what they want that space to look like, or if it's in your workplace, what they want that space to look like. But then this is where you get to create what you want it to look like. And so what are you going to spend your time doing? That is such a simple thing, but not easy. And so when you've scheduled your time, put the things that you wanna do, and then I love to be able to create margin. So if there's something that you have scheduled, make space in between things, because then if something becomes an interruption, it doesn't necessarily become a frustration because you've had space to make that happen. Uh, a tool that I have used um, that I've learned from my coaching experience is to have a loose end day or a loose end time, like schedule loose end time, like a Friday morning or a Saturday afternoon or a whole day where if there's something that had to get rescheduled because of an interruption, now you've created space, you've created a boundary for that to get moved into. We so often just say, oh, I didn't get to that today. That's fine. But when are you going to get to it, to be able to put it in a space for you to do that? I like the focus on values too, and what you want to spend your time doing. I just heard recently, and I don't remember where they were talking about how easy it is to say yes to things that are in the future mm. because it feels far away. And I think that happens with uh, holidays very often. And they suggested, what if you had to do this thing tomorrow? would you still say yes? Mm. And a lot of times it's no. <laughs> yes. I have a son that always says his name is Micah. So he always says that's future Micah's problem. <laughs> and the other day we told him, we told him, you know what? There's going to be a day where future Micah is going to be really mad at past Micah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when you're leading a team or you have clients or you're in charge of your uh, schedule for your family, then there's a lot of other people that aren't very happy with you as well. When you say yes to some kind of family commitment and everyone's like, wait, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Well, I said yes to so-and-so and now we have to do it. And, you know, everybody just shows up grumpy and resentful and, and that's not a good yes. Correct. I'm going to have you give us an action step in just a minute, but first I do want to tell everyone that you're going to be coming into the impact group in November to do a workshop on this topic where we're going to go deeper into everyone's personal holiday schedule agenda so that we can take the time and have the space to actually write down these expectations and you can help us guide us through those. I think it's easy to say we have this all in our head. Like I know what I want it to look like, but when you actually write it down, I think it really changes the conversation. 
And so I'm looking forward to that workshop. Like I said before, members that will be available all Q4 in the Impact Online Hub. So if you can't come to the workshop live, and if you're interested in the Impact Group, you can find out more at womensbusinessworkshop.com/impact. So Jenny, if you had to give us just one step to kind of start out with this boundaries and balance over the next two months, what could we do? Well, I think you actually said it. And um, I have learned the whole idea of brain dump from you. So thank you for that. And now my clients also are very much aware of the brain dump. And so for you to take time, right? <laughs> so, so for you to take time and maybe keep a notebook right next to you because this is the type of thing that shows up like while you're driving or shows up when you're in the shower or when you're pausing long enough to have thoughts come to you. So do a brain dump of your expectations. Like write down the most the biggest ones down to the most minute piece and write them all out. That's the first section. Like just write everything down. It bullet points or random thoughts or you know have a recording of them on your phone whatever comes to mind of things that you want this next two months to look like get it down on paper and then we'll go into the workshop talking about how to go and discern through that list but you can't discern through a list unless you have the list so get it down on paper and take a couple of days with it like you might want to take you know 10 minutes at a time but that doesn't seem to work for me. Like I'll start a list and then the random thoughts come throughout my day. So to be able to just jot those down and then before the workshop, have them all in one spot. I love that advice. And I would add from a business perspective, draw a line down the middle and have half of your brain dump about expectations or thoughts for your business and then half maybe for your home life. And obviously those go together, but just switching your mind from what do I want my business to look like? And what do I want my home life to look like? Or, you know, over the next couple months. That is accurate. Although I would call you out, Robin, and say that's two steps. Yes. Well, draw the line <laughs> and do the next step. Oh boy. It's never fun when uh, one of your business cohorts calls you out. <laughs> All right. So I think we have, uh, we, I think we've covered a lot and I, I've had some ahas myself. And every time I work with you, Jenny, on expectations, you had done a holiday course in the past on um, expectations for holidays. And every time I do it, I'm so thankful I did. And I forget to do it, even though I love planning, I forget the part of, oh yeah, you, you have other people in your life that you have to <laughs> involve in the planning. It's not just you. So I, I do appreciate your expertise and the reminder. And I'm personally looking forward to being an active participant in your workshop in November. Awesome. I am excited too. And I think this is the idea of being intentional. It's about being proactive because so often when we go into this next season, we are totally on the reactive side. And that's what keeps us in that frustrated, disappointed mode. So when we can take control, be proactive, be intentional with what we want to do with our time, 
that's when things start shifting and we get to do the life that we really want to do. I love it. Jenny does one-on-one coaching and she also has an online membership group. And if someone would like more information on either of those, Jenny, or would like to follow you online, where can they go? The easiest place is probably my website, which is jennyshubring.com. But yes, you can find me on Facebook as well. And you can either shoot me a message, text me, however you feel comfortable contacting me, I am happy to receive it. All right. We'll put uh, Jenny's links in the show notes. If you'd like to contact her, I would highly, highly recommend it. Well, thank you for your time and your expertise, Jenny. It is always fun to chat with you and have you on the show. I'm happy to do so because it's always lovely to talk with you as well. All right, everyone. So that is your assignment for today. So now I will tell you to go get back to work. <laughs>